You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are in the third installment of our series Beyond the Signs and our goal is that you would want to really direct people to who God is uh, and who He is and what He came to do. And I realize that signs are pointing towards an object or uh, a person or a sign is directional so you don't get, uh, get lost. And this is why our topic today is uh, really something that a lot of us probably we can uh, relate and, and have um, a, a, a deeper encounter because uh, the message uh, will, in a way, give us clarity why there are certain things in our lives that at times uh, you just get tired for no other reason because there is a problem uh, under a problem. For example, somebody has mentioned to me when I was struggling in addiction, okay, should I say, and I'm uh, totally free from that. Uh, somebody told me that uh, addiction is not a problem. Addiction is, in fact, a solution to a what? To your problems, okay? And the reason why you're addicted to it because you're, you, want, you think that's a solution. By the end of the day, when you have a problem, okay, and you're struggling with something, there is really something that uh, allows you to do the things, um, that at times you dread about, but you can't run away from it because you have to address the root cause of it. So I realized that for the past few years of my life, I've been trying to uh, arrest the, the, the things that I struggle with, and I, I'm, I, I always fail and falter because I have overlooked the very nature of sin that in order for you to confront sin, you have to address the uh, root cause of it. So our discussion today will revolve around uh, how Jesus would uh, really uh, provoke um, really the, the religious leaders uh, during the time because they have a different understanding of, of what really um, uh, the, the concept of grace, that indeed religion will tell you uh, what to do and what needs to be done. Uh, the, 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 the true religion will tell you that more than anything else, indeed it, it gives you a perspective that we can do what we can do and we can do what we need to do because of the grace of God. There is no power in us to do what is proper, right, and meaningful if we don't allow the grace of God to uh, empower us. And this is why a lot of people, when they're tired from the, the, the struggles of life and the challenges of life, they think the problem is just physical problem. They, the, 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 they think that they need a, a good sleep or they need to take a vacation. So uh, some people... Uh, would in fact take a vacation. And after coming from a vacation, they need to take another vacation because they're so tired from the vacation. Why is that so? Because at the end of the day, yes, we, what, we grow weary and tired, but if your problem is restlessness, that you are so tired, okay, uh, more than just with the physical demands of life, that you really are tired deep within your heart and your problem and your solution is not only a good sleep, Therefore, we have a problem. This is our topic this evening. At the end of the day, with everything that is manifesting okay, right before your eyes or manifesting in your life, there are times we're just so busy trying to fix our lives, but we need to address at the root cause of it. And if you don't understand okay, how to go about really the root cause of our problems, we will continue to struggle with the same problem. And this is why a lot of us here, our problem, in fact, is not just that we're tired. The reason why you are physically tired and you're exhausted because deep in your heart, you don't have peace. What do I mean by peace? You don't have the assurance that 
though things might not work the way you want it to be, you have a bigger God who's in control of your situation. Why do people fight for money and power? Because you want what? You want security. You want okay, that everything in your life will work out fine. You want everything to work well according to the way you want it to be. You want stability. But if we don't have this understanding that you need God to intervene in your situation, okay, no matter how you would go about fixing your situation, you will get tired. Because as human as we are, we are imperfect. Say the word imperfect. We don't have what it takes to fix our situation. This is why our reaction is to always find a solution. That is why there is such thing as false religion. What do I mean by false religion? Something that you do that you think that you can what? That you can compensate your, your limitations. You can find a solution towards the things that you struggle with. I'm telling you right now, 101%, you will fail everything and all the devices that you have thought of will crumble into pieces. Because human as you are, you don't have what it takes to fix your life. This is the beauty of the gospel. The gospel is giving us what? The concept of how God went about relating with us. There is a story of grace. Grace is what makes Christianity the true religion. Why? Because God went down and reached out to humanity. God did not wait for us to go up to heaven in order for us to have a relationship with God. God went down and He expressed that through the death of the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace is Jesus taking what we deserve so that we can take what He deserves. There was a divine exchange. This is the only religion the true religion, wherein Christ went out of His way to justify the ungodly. All of us, we were once ungodly, right? Christ went out of His way to justify us that we are no longer sinners. We are the righteousness of God. Isn't that the great news? That though at times you don't see yourself as the righteousness of God, but the Word of God states that because of the death of Jesus Christ on the cross, you are the righteousness of God. You are righteous in the eyes of God. This is why people and religious people who are trying their best to win the approval of God are what? Are irritated with Jesus. Because they want everybody to follow whatever they're saying. They want to follow the law. In fact, Christ did not come to abolish the law. There is nothing wrong with the law. You know what's, what's wrong with all of this? Not the law, but the heart of humanity. Because at the end of the day, no matter how we would want the law to be attractive, if your heart is wrong, everything would be wrong. What's the heart of the gospel? That the law is something that we can fulfill, not because we want to win the approval of God. We have won the approval of God. Thus, we have what it takes to follow the law. If you're here right now and you're trying your best to what? To fix yourself na maging tao, you don't have what it takes. But once you understand God's love for you, you will become a good person. Do you understand this? Good, being a good person is not your ticket to the heart of God. You are in the heart of God, thus you become a good person. That's what the gospel is. So bear with me for now, because I want to uncover what the Lord has for us this afternoon. In John chapter 5, verse 1 to 18, if you have your Bibles right now, we have a beautiful story that God wants to communicate to each and every one of us. The title of the story is The Healing of the Pool on the Sabbath. Verse 1, say 1. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem, by the sheep gate, a pool in Armai called Bethesda, which has a five-roofed colonnades. 
in this lay a multitude of invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been there a long time, he said to him, do you want to be healed? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. And while I'm going another uh, steps down before me, Jesus said to him, Get up, your bed, and walk. And at once the man was healed, and he took up his bed and walked. Now the day was Sabbath. Verse 10, So the Jews said to the man who had been healed, It is the Sabbath, and it is not lawful for you to take up your bed. But he answered them, the man who healed me, the man said to me, take up your bed and walk. They asked him, who is this man who said to you, take up your bed and walk? Now the man who had been healed did not know who it was. For Jesus had withdrawn as there was a crowd in the place. Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, see, you are well. Sin no more that nothing worse may happen to you. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had healed him. And this was why the Jews were persecuting Jesus because he was doing these things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, my father is working until now and I'm working. Verse 18, this was why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. Oh, Jesus is so provocative. He wants to irritate these uh, religious people. And as I dive into the heart of our message, can we just take this moment right now to bow our heads and close our eyes? Heavenly Father, thank you for the preaching of your word. I pray right now that your word will come alive and it will change our hearts. I pray right now that each and every person in this room will have a deeper understanding of your word, that it will have an impact on their lives. And because of God, it has an impact on their lives. People will see the transformation. And because they see the transformation, they will gravitate to these people. And I pray right now that our lives will be attractive to the lost. That as we pray for lost people, I pray that you fill this place, Lord God, with people, Lord God, who wants to uh, really come to know you. I thank you that you will give us, Lord God, the, the grace to share the gospel and help us, Lord God, walk in your love. That as we learn your word, I pray that each and every person will find rest in you. Thank you that you are a good God. You are gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in love. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. I realized that Jesus Christ was so effective in uncovering the hearts of the religious people. They were so irritated. Why are you not following whatever we have uh, asked you to do? That there are laws and policies that you cannot move a finger uh, on a Sabbath day. We will talk further. But verse 1, it says right here, After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the Sheep Gate a pool in our mind called Bethesda. In Greek, it's a place of mercy. How many of you here are thankful that you can relate with this guy as well, that indeed Christ went into this place where the paralyzed, the blind, the lame, people that are in pain are lying. Do you understand? In the place that, okay, they are uh, gathering probably is this five-roof colony uh, known as Bethesda. In Greek, a place of mercy. And how many of you here are thankful that indeed in our uh, season or, or in our lives and before we came to know the Lord, that we have experienced mercy from the Lord Jesus Christ? The reason why we are in church, because Christ has, has extended mercy. Am I correct? Are you thankful for that? That God has been merciful. Come on now. In verse 4, if you check your Bible, there is no verse 4. 
Check your Bible. Verse 1, 2, 3, 5, right? If there's verse 4, that is not an authentic Bible. I'm just kidding, kidding, kidding. Biru lang, okay? The reason why they did away verse 4, not because the Bible is not reliable. Because this verse is questionable. What is this verse? It speaks of an angel uh, involving himself or, or an angel involving uh, really in the healing of this uh, paralytic. It says right here, for an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and seared up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the searing of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. So uh, I, I hope you do understand that this is probably not that important, but it has to be uh, in the Bible in order for us to understand the story. What is this all about? Because the belief of these people, the, the paralyzed, the lame, the sick, okay, that if they jump okay, in the pool as they see the pool moving, and they believe that it is the angel of God that is stirring the water, they will get well. So think about and imagine with me, all of us, we, 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 we are right now at the edge of the pool waiting for the water to move. And for the past few years, we're waiting for what? For, for, for the angel of God to steer the water. That has been our agenda. I, I, I'm, I'm highly convinced that all of us will, will, not, will not mind anyone. Our goal is just for the water to move so that we can jump. Am I correct? Now, this is one of the things I've observed with people, that if they want to see something, if they want to see something, they will see something. What's my point here? If you're expecting it to move, it will move. If you're expecting, I mean, if you are imagining it to move, it will move. And some people, they, they, they are so deep in their imagination, kahit hindi gumalaw, gumagalaw. How many of you hear people that, are, that, would, that would announce and, and inform the whole world that um, uh, there is an apparition in this place? Lumuha, okay? I don't know where is it coming from. We're not trying to uh, malign anyone or, or what or, or talk about uh, any other religion here. But if you're expecting something, you, you, you will see it because you're expecting it. And, and at times, we, we have this blind kind of faith that we think as long as this is where I will put my faith on, everything will work out fine. This is the condition of this man. But be reminded of this. That this is not how God would want to heal this person. Why? Because remember, God's miracles, God's healing will always not just point to the healing. I'm healed. I'm okay. I'm blessed by God. Therefore, I will be prospered by Him. I will be okay. Remember, all the blessings and the miracles and the breakthroughs of God will always point to God. So if you got well and you're not intrigued with who Jesus is, you miss the point. If you're blessed financially and if your relationship doesn't grow, you miss the point. Because at the end of the day, Jesus Christ came not to just, just provide for what you want. Christ wants to provide for what you want. But Christ wants to tell you that I'm not here for what you want. I want to have a relationship with you. How many of you here, once in your li- life, you fell in love with someone? Raise your hand. And you're still depressed now. <laughs> I mean, kidding, kidding. Once in your life, you, you, you fell in love with someone, right? You don't, you don't enter a relationship based on your savings account. I will fall in love with you if you have this much savings. Because your goal is not what the other party can offer. The same thing when it comes to a relationship with God. The reason why we want to be in a relationship with God because of what God has to offer. Isn't that ridiculous? What if God doesn't provide for what you want? Will you still be in that relationship with God? You've been praying for a lifetime partner for the past 300 years. 
So my question with you right now, are you disheartened because God did not provide for what you want? Are you in that relationship because of what God has to offer? Or you are in that relationship because you just want to have a relationship with God? So the, the people are waiting for disturbance. And if you take a closer look, okay, probably, it's not written in the Bible, if there is a movement, I don't know, without probably rethinking through it, they would jump and dive. Gumalaw lang eh. I mean, dumaan lang na kung ano, hangin. You'll jump. That's not the kind of miracle that God wants us to experience. So there was a man who was there for about 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there, and knew that he had already been there a long time. Alam ng Panginoon, he was there a long time. He said to him, do you want to be healed? It was God who initiated to talk to this person. How many of you here, you are thankful the reason why you are in church because God initiated. That while we are still sinners, God ran after us, rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us to the kingdom of the Son He loves. That's the God that we serve. This is the only God who went out of His way, went down from where He is, meet with us just to win us back. There is no other religion that would go down and be with His people just to win them back into His, into his family. So the question was, do you want to be healed? There was a question. But if you take a closer look, the, the response was not a booming yes. Let me question with you right now. If you're desperate enough, you will say yes. Am I correct? How, how many of you here you have seen a desperate person? Yung taong nalulunod. Yung pag nalulunod ka. Huh? iPhone 7. You, you don't hear that, that person. I mean, he would shout at the top of his voice, help. You don't see a person, another boyfriend. You, no. You're fighting for your life. But the problem is that it is in our nature not to recognize the voice of God. In fact, the, the book of Romans says right here, as it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good. Not even one. This is the reason why God initiated to come and meet with us. So wherever you are right now, the reason why you're in church because God initiated for you to come to the church. It was not because of your own strength. There are people that are what? Meant to be part of this church. I don't know what happened. But let's just be consumed right now why you're here. Why? Because it was God who gave you the, 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 the opportunity. It was God who, who gave you the money to, 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 to take a, a jeep or a bus. It was God who gave you the strength. It was God who softened your heart. Look at the person on your left. Without God, that person is stubborn. That person is hard-headed. Now think about this. Even with God, even with God, you're hard-headed. Okay? What if there is no God? But God has promised in His Word that He is slow to anger and abounding in love. That's the God that we worship. That is how good God is. So the sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is steered. How many of you here, you have friends like this? When they are asked of a question, ibang sagot. Where do you live? 39 years old. Yung ganon? Do you want to get well? Do you understand? Okay, no one is there to help me out. That question is, do you want to get well? Lord, I'm, I'm watching, okay, if, if the water will move. 
Gumagalaw ba? Mukhang gumagalaw, ano? Yung, you wanna look for affirmation? Some people are like that. They want to be affirmed sa gusto nilang makita. May gusto ba siya? May gusto talaga siya sa akin, ano? Wala nga eh. Ano ka ba? Kapit lang, best. Yung, yung... So this is the condition of, of this, this, this paralytic. He, he, was, he was expecting. And God was already telling him, do you want to get well? And, but there's no one who will help me out. God is waiting for you to say yes. And some of you here, you're asking, praying, and, and begging God. God has been telling you, do you want to find a wife? Do you want to find a husband? <laughs> I mean, whatever questions you will be asked of, you will, you will always have an excuse, am I correct? Do you want to get well? Nobody's available to help me out. Do you want to have a house and lot? Nobody's available to help me out. Do you want to have a... Lord, wait, I'm, I'm waiting for the water to move. Do you want to build a snowman? No, Lord. No, no. <laughs> questions after questions, okay? There was always an excuse. God is just asking you to say yes. But because of, of false religion, say the word false. You know what false religion does to us? It tells us to work it out. Do something. I, don't, don't get me wrong. We need to do something. But I hope the motivation is that I need to do something because if I don't do something, everything will fall, fall apart. Do you understand? That's what religion will tell you. I need to be involved. I need for the angel to steer the water so I can involve myself in my healing. The problem with that is that if you recover, you will never give God the glory because you jumped, you waited for the angel. It's for your own glory. That's what religion will tell you. Napansin mo ba? You, 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 you have been in this, in this routine wherein you did something, bumait ka. Do you understand? You go to church. You attend a mass, you, 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 you read your Bible, you, you, you do everything that's proper. Bigla na lang, yung hindi nagsisimba, binless ni Lord. Sama ng loob mo, no? Kasi you're full of religion. Ikaw, 10 years ka na sa victory. You've been asking God, Lord, lifetime partner. Ito kahapon nang nasave, meron na, kinasal ka agad. Lord, ano ba yan? Bastusan na to. <laughs> Why? Why are we like that? Because we're full of religion. We want God to bless us based on our efforts. But the Word of God says that we don't have a false religion. We have a true religion. Teaches us that it is done. The reason why God came into the picture because He wants to tell the person, this is what a true religion is, that I come in and I heal you. And because you have experienced my healing, you will do what is good, proper, and pleasing. You know what a false religion will always teach us? Is that you do what is proper and pleasing so God will accept you. Ladies and gentlemen, tanggap na po tayo ng Panginoon. And when you enjoy and you experience God's acceptance, there's no other way but to be good pleasing. Okay? Good and pleasing. To do what is proper. Jesus said to him, get up, take up your bed and walk. And at once the man was healed. Why? Because the God that we serve goes beyond our hopeless situation. No matter how hopeless your situation is, God thinks beyond that. If you have given up on your life, given up on your promotion, given up on, on the things you're praying for, I'm telling you right now, we can give up, but God's not going to give up. That's the reason why it is totally wrong to uh, at times verbalize the reason why you're not giving up. Kasi 
mahigpit ang kapit natin sa Panginoon. I'm telling you right now, your, your, your theology is wrong. It is not you who's holding God tightly. It is God who's holding you tightly. That when you let go, God is still holding you tightly. Can we give Him the glory? That 24-7, God is holding us tightly. That if we give up, God is not going to give up on us. That if we run away, God will run after us. This is why when your situation is hopeless, God is excited for your situation. Do you understand? If everything is working perfectly, don't expect God. That is God's specialty. When you're in trouble, I'm telling you right now, God will come into your aid. This is a great opportunity, okay? That after we fail and falter, you are in for a great comeback because you have a God who thinks outside of your hopeless situation. If you're sick, I'm telling you right now, let's, let's believe God for healing. This is an opportunity for God to showcase how good He is. That's the reason why when, when a sickness is chronic, that he doesn't have any other solution, I'm excited. Why? Because God wants to showcase how great he is. Ladies and gentlemen, God has the ability to meet our inability to fix ourselves. So if you're telling me right now, I don't have, I have less, you're simply telling God, God based on what I've been reading in the Bible, you love to compensate. Pag walang wala ka, I want you to be honest and tell God, Lord, I'm done. <laughs> you understand? That's the reason why when we're raising our hands in worship, it's not just worship, it's a sign of surrender. When you surrender to God, you're simply telling God, Lord, it's your show, it's your game, it's your thing. I'm stepping back. The problem with us, the reason why we get tired, because we always would want to be our show, our game. May mga tao talagang bibo, yung bibo, yung but at the end of the day, you're limited. Do you understand? There is nothing in this world who's faster, stronger than the God that we serve. So why can't you just fall back and give Him the spotlight? This is why, more than anything else, the reason why we are confident that God will meet us halfway or all the way because you're just willing to say, God, I surrender. I'm done. The reason why a lot of us here are tired because we're carrying the load. My dad is a businessman. Napansin ko lang po. My dad is so particular turning off the lights, okay, checking all the bills because I, I realize this is what a, a business owner does. But I realize some of our employees, I love them. God bless their hearts. But at times, they, they don't mind these things. And I do understand that because if you are an employee, you don't mind things like this, right? But of course, if you are a Christian employee, you want to protect the company. You want to be a blessing to the company. But, but generally, people and employees are not like that. They don't carry the burden. Wala pa po ako nakitang employee wherein he can't sleep at night because there's, there's an upcoming electric bill for my company. Paano na kaya si boss? Nobody will do that. Who can sleep at night? The boss, not the employee. The problem is that we're acting like the boss. I'm not saying that you are an employee, but you're carrying the burden. Give it to God. Allow God to take full control because He has what it takes to, to take the full control. Now the Jews said to the man, 
who had been healed. It is the Sabbath. It is the Sabbath. And it is not lawful for you to take up your, your bed. And I, I, I just can't understand this. Why are they putting emphasis on the rules and taking up his mat? I mean, can't you just celebrate with this paralytic that he has been healed? In fact, in the Jewish culture, there's just something. You can't miss this because the, 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 the Jewish uh, really culture would not recognize signs and wonders and miracles. But for the first time in this account, somebody uh, got well. But he answered them, the man who healed me. That man said to me, take up your bed and walk. That man, they asked him, who is the man who said to you? They're not using the name of Jesus. Okay? He was simply saying, the man, okay, who said to you, take up your bed and walk. Now the man who had been healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn. That God was beyond the hope, uh, his hopeless situation. But if you take a closer look, God met the man or met the paralytic Though he was clueless of who Jesus is. Therefore, whether you like it or not, even though at times you don't know God that much, God is beyond your situation. And not just beyond your situation. Even if you don't really know God, He'll meet you. But the question is, are you sick and tired of being sick and tired for the past 38 years? I've been waiting for the angel to do something. But it's not happening. Because remember this. The goal is not just for you to to see the sign. Signs are powerful, but if signs doesn't point you back to God, you're missing the whole point. This is why one of the most basic rule when it comes to your relationship with God, anything that, that happens to you, ano po yung mga pangyayari? Pag hindi ka binabalik sa Panginoon, you're in the wrong relationship. May problema ka and you're, you're directed to God because of your problem? Probably you're in the right track. If you're blessed and you can worship God because you're blessed, you're in the right relationship. If you have problems and you can still worship God, that's a proof that you're not there for the taking. You're not there for the blessings. You're there for God. That's the kind of faith that we have. That's the kind of relationship God wants to communicate or God wants us to have. Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you are well sin no more. I mean, I'm excited that Christ saw him once again and Christ saw this paralytic that indeed he is well. But haven't you noticed? God is not just particular that he is well. God is particular that he will not sin again. Why? Because the greatest problem of this man is not just physical healing. The problem is that he is suffering from this condition known as sin. The beauty of our relationship with God, God did not only come to provide for what we need and what we want. God came with an agenda. That our problem, yes, probably sickness, your problem probably financial uh, 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 lack, or probably you have uh, an issue with your wife and your husband. God wants to fix that. But God is simply telling us that more than just fixing what you want and what you need, I'm hitting the root cause of this. The reason why there is sickness and poverty and, and spiritual death because of sin. How many of you here are thankful that we have a God who went beyond our needs and wants. It says right here that nothing worse may happen to you. So what you need is not a husband, a wife, a financial breakthrough, or a promotion, or a nice car, a nice house, a great family. These things are great. But if things are provided and you're still living in sin, you will never, what? You will never live in peace. You will never enjoy the life that God has blessed you with. You will not experience rest. What is rest? 
It's the absence of struggle. Now, the reason why a lot of us are tired because we're trying to act like God. Let's know our, our place. Lord, you're the boss. Problema mo yan. I just want to surrender to you. And when you realize that God is always there for you and you know how to go about this, that God, I will not play God, but you are God and you take full control. And when you realize that, you will start working with so much grace. You will begin to enjoy whatever the Lord has blessed you with. You will, you will enjoy your work. You will enjoy uh, uh, your, your businesses or whatever pursuits that, that we have as, as, as human beings. Because the greatest need of a man is not just healing. It's not just a lifetime partner. Your greatest need is a savior because your greatest problem is sin. You fix the root cause of this, everything will work well. Kaya nga palagi kang pagod. Not because kulang ka sa bakasyon. Napansin nyo ba? Natulog kayo. Pag-isig nyo, pagod ako. How many of you here can relate with me? Yung natulog ka? Three days, tulog ka, pag-isig, pagod ka pa rin. Ha, ha, ha. Meron naman talaga. I'm envious of a lot of people. Okay? In fact, I can relate with people who can just, I don't know, my, my wife would, would remind me, how, how is it that you can sleep with, within 10 seconds? Yung, yung masandal lang tulog gagad. Yung, yeah, yung mga, yeah. I just feel so much peace. I don't know why I can, I, I'm telling you, when I sleep, I smile. I don't know why. I'm just, oh. I'm thankful for the grace of God. Because you know why I can smile? Not because I have so much money. Although I have so much. I mean, but <laughs> it's not about because I have so much money, I have a lot of things that, that I love and I like. No, no, no. Because I take delight in my salvation. I'm saved. You just don't have any idea of how evil I was and God saved me. Because more than our physical condition, God is particular with our spiritual well-being. More than just our healing, more than just our breakthroughs, God is interested with you. You know, my daughter the other day was asking me to buy her a simple toy. I mean, I want to buy that because I want our relationship to grow. Because this is an item that we can talk about. That we don't exist and live because there's a toy. We don't, we don't enjoy the relationship because there's a toy. Do we, have a, we have a relationship. And part of that is for me to make her happy. But what is important is my relationship with, with her. And the reason why, 3, 4 in the morning, my, my daughter can, can go to our room without knocking at our door. Why is that so? Because she's a daughter. And I'm her father. She can find rest in me. Are we like that in a relationship with God? Or we have to work hard, and if the going gets tough, we call on God. Lord, too long. Or the first option, the first hour of the day is that, Lord, because we are in a relationship, I will start acknowledging you so I can find rest in you. This is important for a lot of us here because we are anxious, we're worried. We, we, we at times are, 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 are enslaved with so much fear. What if tomorrow I'll get sick? What if tomorrow I will die? What if I don't have a future? What if I will lose my hair? I mean, I mean 
at the end of the day, we have a lot of qualms and, and anxiety and worries. But if you understand that you can rest because of what Jesus did on the cross, you can sleep with a smile on your face. Do those things might not work well and might not work perfectly, you can say, God, I can rest. Because more than just what I want, the greatest problem that I have has been addressed. This is why the Jews were persecuting Jesus because he was doing these things on the Sabbath. You know, the, 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 the rule or the law concerning the Sabbath on how you need to go about the Sabbath has been created not from the Scripture, but, from, uh, the, but, but by, by the rabbis. Rabbis are, are people of authority in Israel and not in the Old Testament, okay? But, but in Israel, the rabbis are, are, are men of authority and they have created certain rules that you need to follow. What irritated, I believe, Christ was that they're using the, 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 the rules as, as, as side by side or they're, they're trying to, to equate the Scripture with, with the rules. God is simply saying that that's not what the, the Bible is saying. Yes, the word Sabbath, because Christ or God, in fact, rested on the seventh. They, the word Sabbath, okay, from the Greek word Shabbat or the Hebrew word Shabbat, which means to stop, cease from working. Why? Because God is tired? No. Hindi po napapagod ang Diyos. Hindi po natutulog ang Diyos. Okay? The reason why God stopped so that He will have an opportunity to appreciate the beauty of His creation. God is simply telling us, I want you to stop, not because I don't want you to work. Stop and enjoy. Do you understand? In fact, Saturday or Sunday, if you're enjoying worship, you're resting. How many of you here can relate with me after worship and you know you have connected with God? It's so refreshing. I mean, I don't want to sound religious, but if you don't go to church and you start your week, I mean, you, you, you don't feel and you even you don't start your day with a prayer. You feel like you're empty. You don't have any direction. You don't have any stability. That, that when things doesn't go your, your way, you become so reactionary. Yung lahat na lang, nainis ka. Pag-isip mo, inis ka na. Nakita mo yung mukha mo, inis ka na. Yung, ikaw mismo, inis ka sa sarili mo. But you know what he said in Matthew 12, 8, 8 that, that he is the Lord of the Sabbath. So yes, you're, you're telling us to adhere to the policy, but I'm God. I'm above Sabbath. What he's trying to say is that I'm not, I'm not, I don't understand your rules. I'm higher than your rules. You know why? Because God is putting priority on the healing of this man more than all the rules and policies. That is the God that we worship. We are important to God more than anything else. But Jesus answered them, my father is working until now and I'm working. This is irritating. You know why? Because they were telling Jesus, Jesus don't work. In fact, you have allowed this man to work. After healing him, he took his mat and walked. That's work. It's not right. And I'm glad probably with a smile on his face. Uh, and he wants to probably irritate okay, the people, religious people during his time. He answered, my father is working, and I'm working. I mean, this is quite irritating. But you need to understand, he was simply trying to communicate that in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 12, a land that your God cares for, the eyes of your God are always upon it. When you say the word always, say the word always. Walang pahinga po yun. He's always monitoring every. He's always monitoring the planets, the solar system, your life. 
Dahil ba, He is on top of all of this. Napapagod siya? No. He's not tired. It's His joy to connect with us, to connect with His creation. But God wants to tell us, I'm not against taking a break. You can take a break. But taking a break without me is a struggle. You can go to a certain place where there is so much tranquility. How many of you here, you like going to the spa? Anybody here? Yung may mga, may mga bird music pa, tapos may falls. Tapos na sa Edsa ka. Yung, it's so ironic. Yung sarap ng masaya, no? Tapos you hear nature if you're struggling and you're living in sin. Even though you go to a place wherein there is so much peace, you will have struggle from deep within. Because that is what sin does to us. You can fix everything. And that is what religion does to us. Fix everything. That you feel that indeed the environment is peaceful. You are peaceful. But without God, I'm telling you right now, you will never live in peace. In fact, you can be in the middle of a chaos. But with the presence of God, you can live in peace. It is God that will give us peace. It is God who will give us rest. This is why Christ goes beyond useless tradition. That Sabbath is the tradition of people. I'm not against Sabbath. There's a place for Sabbath. You can take Sabbath, but be reminded, you need God in Sabbath. The reason why this is exciting, the reason why you, you look forward to, to go to this gathering, I hope so, because you, ha- you, you will meet God. This is rest. Because we know that without God, it will never be Sabbath. Now think about this. People want to follow the law that you should not move on Sabbath day, right? But they don't understand that Sabbath is influenced by God. Now think about, you can, you can follow Sabbath without God, you will walk in struggle. You will live in struggle. Sabbath can only be effective with God in the middle of it. This is why the Jews are irritated. And they were trying to, what? Seek him all the more to kill him. Because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling himself God, okay? His own father, making himself equal with God. Why is he trying to make himself equal with God? Probably to irritate. It's not written in the Bible, but they, they, they were irritated. So, mission accomplished. But more than just irritating them, this is what happened. He was simply saying, I am God, and I am the Lord of rest. Because only God can give us rest, am I correct? You will never be at rest. Because I'm not God, I cannot give you rest. You need God. I cannot do that. God is simply saying, I'm not just giving you rest so that you'll feel good and you'll, you'll be alive and alert. God is simply saying, what you need is me in your life. Why? Because the greatest form of restlessness is to know that God is against you. Do you understand? Napansin niyo ba? Pause for a while. What if galit sa'yo yung Panginoon? Okay lang, mister mo, galit sa'yo, okay lang yun. Mrs. mo, medyo. But, but, iba magalit yung Mrs. mo, di ba? Think about if God is against you. And you, you can't move, you can't probably breathe. I mean, He can take your life without, without your permission. I mean, He can do that. But isn't that satisfying to know? that Jesus Christ died on the cross and we are reconciled back to God. That you are no longer enemies of God, but we have been adopted, invited into His family. We are children of God. That is peace alone. When you are 
classified, categorized as the child of God. You don't, I hope you don't understand that a father will do anything for his children. And if you're a father, you can relate with me. And because we are reconciled back to him, we are not restless. Not just because we're tired. When I say restless, the greatest problem is not just physical exhaustion. You know why you're restless? Because of three things. You're fighting for approval. Kailangan palakpakan ka. Pag hindi ka napansin, <laughs> you're fighting for what? Acceptance. You're, you're, you're fighting for significance. Some of you here would, would, would at times make hasty comments that, I mean, they don't see my improvements. They don't see my good traits. Ang nakikita na lang yung mga maling ginawa ko. You're wrong. You're not doing this for them. You're doing this for God. At nakikita po ng Panginoon yun. So a lot of us here, you think you know all of this? No, you are full of religion because you still exist for people's approval, for people's applause, for the acknowledgement of people. That's the reason why you're restless, pagod ka. Kasi lahat ng ginagawa mo is never centered on God. It is centered on people and approval of people. Nakakapagod po yun. This is why we're restless. But when you understand and you realize that you have been approved by God, there is nothing who can disapprove of you. If you have been accepted by God, there is nothing in this world that can reject you. If you've been acknowledged by God, there is nothing in this world that can deny you. That's the reason why we're always tired. Because our problem is not just physical exhaustion. Spiritually, we are so tired trying to please everybody. But if you do understand what Jesus did on the cross, that He has accepted us and has loved us so that we can rest in Him, we will be free from the struggle of trying to please everybody. Just like what Augustine said, I am restless until I rest in you. Christ is simply saying, I am the Lord of the Sabbath, that you come to me, those who what labor and are heavily laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gently and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for the souls. The reason why you can rest, because you're not living life for the approval of men, because you have been approved by God. Hindi ka na nabubuhay for the acceptance of people because you've been accepted by God. That is what rest gives us. That if people will deny you and will reject you, you can smile. Bring it on. You can do better than that. Remember my, my illustration about three months ago? Mahirap busugin ang busog na. Mahirap pakainin ang busog na. Because you're full of God's approval, nobody can approve of you. That's my prayer for all of us. That when Jesus said, it is finished, He bowed His head and gave up His spirit. He's not just finished with what He came for. He said, it is finished. You're done performing for others because I have performed for you. And because you have experienced my performance, you will experience my love, my affirmation, my acceptance, my approval for you. I want you to understand before I end this gathering, imagine with me, okay, that you are with your family. And one night, you retire, natulog ka. And you wake up the following day, wala na sila. Ang himbing ng tulog mo, ang sarap ng tulog mo. And when you discover na wala na sila, you will be restless, am I correct? 
Natulog, gumising, iniwan. Yung, um, <laughs> did you have a good sleep? Yes. What made a sudden change? But in Christ, when you rest, even though things will change, you will never be shaken. Do you understand? So even if you sleep, and when you hear a bad news na iniwan ka, you will never feel rejected because in Christ you're accepted. That is what rest is. And the greatest rest has been provided on the cross that we were one sinner. And yet Christ took us in, gave us a new life, forgave us. That's the reason why every time God would meet whatever people would desire, He would always say, you're healed, your sins are forgiven. Why? The things that you want and the forgiveness of the sins that you have done. Because the greatest problem springs from unforgiveness. Ang taong hindi pinatawad will always live in insecurity. He will always what? Perform. Patawarin mo ko. That's what religion will tell us. Do something to be accepted by God. But people like us who have been forgiven, we will not perform because Christ has performed on our behalf. That's the Christ that we serve. Therefore, we can say that Christ's finished work has given us rest from our restlessness. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that our healing points to you, that we don't have to be restless because we have been reconciled with you, and no matter what will happen, even the whole world will crumble. We will never be shaken because of your love for us. I pray that every person in this room will be refreshed of your presence. The Lord, we want to raise our hands. Can we raise our hands across this room more than just our act of worship or posture of worship? The, re- the reason why you're raising your hand, don't mind the person beside you. The re- reason you're raising your hand, you're, you're simply raising your hand as an act of surrender. Now imagine right now, if a person surrenders, I mean, what are you doing? You're simply saying, I don't have any authority over my body. I'm giving it to you. Some of us, the reason why we're tired, because first and foremost, we're doing things on our own. Let God be invited in your situation. Some of you here, you have, you have not experienced the love of God. And in order for you to experience the love of God, you need to accept Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior. You need God in your life. You need to be reconciled back to God. For some of us, you know in your heart you don't have a relationship with the Lord. And this is the reason why you're tired. Because you're trying your best to be good, to do what is proper, to do what is... No, you, you, it's, it's okay that we do what is right, but you need to understand. You need first to be reconciled back to God. So tonight, I do pray that you will have a reboot, a restart in your system. That tomorrow is another day. That you can start fresh, alive, and excited. So as we raise our hands, I want us to just connect with God in worship.